Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jace, our sponsors today. The CCA Star Tournament, Mainstream Marketing, Texan Roofing, Boyd's One Stop, and the Belleville Meat Market. All right, down on Allen and Galveston this morning, it's 84 degrees. And uh, today, plenty of sunshine, near record high temperatures, and uh, high near 90, south winds 10 to 20. And then for tonight, generally clear, low of 83, south winds 10 to 20. And that broken record forecast keeps extending on into the week with mostly sunny skies, near record high temps, high of 91, and south-southwest 10 to 20 miles per hour. So not uh, no change. It's just where we're at. All right, looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions, and there's two of them. We have a high this morning at 6.06 a.m. It's a 1.5, then a low at 9.31 p.m. tonight, a negative 0.3. Those tides have been almost exactly the same for all of this end of the week also. Sunrise, 6.46 a.m., sunset, 8.01 p.m., and our moon phase is 11%. Our uh, new moon will be Wednesday of this week. All right, looking at uh, current conditions right now. Offshore, they're showing three-foot seas out there with a period of six seconds with a south-southwest wind 16 to 20 miles per hour. Air temperature is 86, water temperature is 87. And it looks like uh, the Galveston Channel there, it's 85 degrees with 90-degree water south-southwest wind at 8 to 14 miles per hour. And at Eagle Point, it's southwest at 8, gusting to 13 with 88-degree water, 84-degree air temperature, and Morgan's Point, no reports. So there you have it. Uh, it's where we're at, and uh, come on, fall. It's coming. Just don't know when. All right, let's go over to the Tri-Bay area. Let's check in with a hammer this morning, see what he's up to. Captain Glenn Hammond, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, Captain Mickey. Good morning, sir. I'm doing just fine. Thank you. How's it going over there? Couldn't be better. It's Sunday. Good, man. Sunday. Good. Did you get to get out and do a little fishing this week? No. Are you kidding? In this? <laughs> no way, was it? No way. 
you got some oh. hiding spots down your way where you can get out of it up my way. It's just it blows right down the middle of the bay. Yeah, I don't think you can get out of it too much, Joe. I mean, I could go. I could go do it, but I mean, there's no point in it. It's uh, it's uh, it's been really slow for us. Like Kenny Rogers, man, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. When to fold them? That's it. Uh, It ain't nothing hot and heavy. Uh, Every time I go out, we we catch more sand trout than we do anything else. I had a. Um, on Friday morning, I had uh, Ed, an old guy, well, he's not that old. He's about my age, and uh, he has his two boys, Adrian and Ben, came down with him. And uh, uh, Ben is uh, fixing to return to the Marines for about three more months, and he's done. Uh, and so he wanted, uh, Ed wanted to get him out on the water and get him amongst them. So we did a late evening trip. Uh, man, conditions, I, I tried to talk him out. I called him the day before, and I said, look, this south wind has our, <laughs> our system. I just bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but look, yeah, buddy, you might want to you, you save that money and, and do it a few weeks on down the road or something. And No, man, he's got to go back here next week or so, so we need to get this done. He said, we, we just want to get out on a Friday night. They didn't care. They did not. None of them ate fish. I couldn't figure that out at all. Three grown men on the boat, and none of them ate fish. And uh, they just wanted to catch them. They wanted to go see, you know, what it was to do some night fishing. And yeah. uh, really could care, care less about keeping fish, and that's kind of cool. Well, they just wanted to catch them. There's a lot of going on now. A lot of people are trying to make a difference, believe it or not. Yes, sir. Yes, more sir. More every day, you know, the average Joe. Well, they they know what fishing was like and what it is now, and they, they want to try and make mm-hmm. a difference. And it's uh, catching on, catching release. Yeah, uh, they keep if they keep me off the bay, and uh, I know the fish population will grow. <laughs> no, there's enough guides, there's enough people uh, pulling on those resources. Uh, every once in a while, well, you know, we ought to take turns or whatever and do our part for it, pay it forward. And uh, I was just happy to, you know, have not have the pressure on me, you know, because. I'd already tried to talk them out of it, and that water was three shades of chocolate milk. So uh, anyway, so here's what happened. We get out there, and we get the lights all hooked up and everything, and the bait started showing up in the, just like clockwork. It took a little bit with that water being that sandy, but uh, anyway, the, the, the tide started slowing down. It was really screaming out when we got out there. It was about 8.30, 9 o'clock, I guess. We fired up the generator, and and uh, that water was still going out, still going out. So once it started slowing down, those fish started showing up, man. Those right. speckled trout showed up, and we had about an hour and a half, two hours of steady action. Uh, we caught and released probably over 20 trout, nothing to write home about, you know, just right. all all schoolies. But uh, anyway, we they didn't want them. And well, I if you said, let well, them go, they'll I, grow up to be good ones. Oh, that's, that's you not bet. bad. Well, I asked them if I could keep a few because I have this old elderly couple live up at the end of the street by the highway, uh, Jim and Marge, and I had been promising them some fish, and that's exactly what I did. I kept them three speckled trout and five sand trout, and I cleaned them yesterday morning. I got up. After I finally got up, we didn't get to bed till about 2, 2.30. But uh, anyway, I got up, cleaned them, took them down, called him. Uh, he came down and picked them up, and uh, – 
and got him some fresh fish. So uh, neighbors always enjoy it. Somebody, somebody can always enjoy it. If, you know what I mean? But uh, anyways, we, we got those trout, man. It was hot. It was fast and furious. That tide, that tide stopped right before our eyes. And when it did, the sand trout, the specks were gone and the sandy showed up. And right. it was sand, go, sand trout galore. And uh, boy, the customers, they loved it, man. They, it just, you know what I mean? On every, every cast, there was a tug. So when they finally got uh, tired of perch jerking all those sand trout in the boat, we, uh, and they, like I said, they didn't <laughs> want them. And, right. and I sure wasn't going to, I only needed a few because it was for the neighbors. But uh, anyway, so the action changed. Boom. It was all sand trout. They had plenty. They still had to drive back. They drove back to Houston. Shoot, they didn't get home to two o'clock in the morning. But, uh, however, we had a great night, uh, Friday night. It's kind of nice to get out there and, and uh, crank the generator up and just do something, to sit out under the stars and let the breeze blow. And it was really comfortable. Uh, man, I'm, you know, I took a good old nap in the afternoon and uh, I was ready for it. Man, I was ready to go out there and, and put the hammer to them and, uh, we kind of did, but it only lasted for a short while. Well, that's yeah. kind of the way fishing is this, this time of year and right now. And uh, mm -hmm. a lot of guys I know, their bite windows a lot a lot less minutes than that. <laughs> Got about a 30, 35-minute bite window, and you better get on them and get them while you can get them because it uh, fades fast. Well, when you're, uh, when you're shining those lights on the water at night, and you get all those glass minnows and little baby oh, shad. Yeah. And, man, and every fish you bring in is up-chucking uh, whatever's in that light is coming out of that fish right. or when it gets in that boat. And I just set me a wet towel over the edge of the boat, and I bring them all up to that one spot and try to get them off the hook and everything and put them right back in the water. Uh, anyway, we had a great time, man. That, that was kind of neat. That's so That's I look what forward. you go for is to have fun, man. Heck yeah. Uh, on, uh, on, let's see, right when I got home, Brian, no, before I left Friday evening, my key fob, my, I had ordered that through uh, a power pole. We had kind of determined and that's what it was. Yeah. So it showed up and uh, yesterday I got out there and I reset that pump and, and the first hit on that up, I heard that pump connect to it. It took it a while to pair or to, you know, get into sync. Right, that. synchronizing with it, yeah. Mm-hmm, but uh, it works, and boy, did that take a load of worry off of my shoulders, thinking I was going to have to buy another power pole. I mean, I've had this one for a while, and if I was due one, well, I'm just due one, but uh, no, they keep but you know, up. those power poles, if you take care of them, and uh, mm -hmm. every year I change my fluid out, you know, put, I, yeah. I know that fluid's expensive and everything, but uh, right, it gets dark. it's just typical maintenance. Mm -hmm. Once it starts getting that dark color to it, I go ahead and... Mm -hmm. uh, I'll suck it out with a big time uh, syringe, right? And, right. Uh, get it all out of there and then refreshing it with oil. That way, you don't have to bleed it down or do any of that stuff. You can just fill it back. You up bet. Cause that's a that's a mess, man. Doing all it that. Is. It is a mess, but uh, <laughs> that's a big mess. Hey, but you hit that hey, button, it works, man. <laughs> oh man, that's that's my helper on the boat right there, man. That's a, that little son of a gun bails me out so much, and I'm just a. Uh, it's so neat to be able to call them and they walk you through it and troubleshoot it. And, uh, they might just they got send the you best the service there is, man. Those guys, 
really do. Oh, they're, I'm telling you. Awesome. And, and they said, uh, you know, I'm on the guides list. And, and uh, oh, yeah, well, that's warranted. We'll send it to you right now. And boom, they show up in the mail yesterday, and it works. And it's like, oh, boy, did that take a load of worry off yeah. my I just knew I was fixing to have to re, re-power pole, you know what I mean? But anyway, I don't. And it's neat that they can just send you the parts or tell you, you know, this needs to be replaced or this one. Now, sooner or later, all the grommets and gaskets and, you know, on those, uh, the elbow yeah, Fernando and them do that about every uh, couple of years. They'll go through the whole pole itself and put all new uh, bolts and, and grommets and everything in it. Well, I know those guys out there did me a great job. That motor hadn't ran as, as good in years, and uh, it's not leaking oil like it was leaking. And, uh, uh, man, they just they took care of me, got me in there and out of there, and I'm back on the road. So, anyway, all of that. They're the awesome. Days, uh, they are awesome yeah, they over are. there. Yep, FCJ Marine. Yes, sir. And, uh, anyway, the bait flags are flying at the bait camps. Uh, there's no problem, man. I'm. I, they got some beautiful shrimp too. We were using these hoppers, and I bet you they're like five inches long, maybe a little <laughs> longer. Lord. Man, these, these oh, the, you could have butterflied them and thrown them in cornmeal. Man, they're, these are hey, big, don't throw the bait out white. when you get in. Drain the tank and scoop them up and put them on ice. Yeah. Clean them and eat them. No, no, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Uh, uh, you don't eat well. Them? Well, I do, but uh, it's just the idea. Of them being in those tanks and uh, and uh, transferred from tank to tank and oh, just uh, the idea of what that poor shrimp goes through. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'm well, saving for me. I'll have them and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, come on, fall like you said a while ago, buddy. This is enough. Enough is enough, man. Ninety some days, and you know what? We got it made because there's people over there getting hundred. Down south of us in the valley, man, they're they're eating it. They're eating oh, yeah. it. You know, and that that real sad to see uh, Lahaina, Hawaii go out. I've been over there, man. I've been to Maui. Uh, my friend's Clay Blaker in Texas, Honky Tonk Band. His parents lived over there. We went over there and visited year after year. And, and what a beautiful, beautiful place. And, uh, you know, from what I hear, it's not so pretty the, anymore. No, I know it. Although they ran those... Uh, sugarcane guys out of business and everybody abandoned those fields and let them grow up and and uh nobody had uh burned them off i guess he, i don't know how they did it but buddy it burnt the town down that that was terrible hate to see that so we're we're in good shape compared to what they're going through over there you know it's a uh, 85 degrees here this morning already we've got a about a 10 mile an hour 11 mile an hour wind blowing out the well, it shows southeast right at the moment, but uh, it has been it has been due south. So uh, we got a little bit of east in the wind this morning. It looks like maybe it'll be good for somebody to get out there. Well, it ain't gonna early. be me though. I'm I'm in and I'm resting in the shade today, dude. I'm I'm done. My week All is right. done. I'm take a couple of days off. That'll work, man. All right, Hammer. Somebody wants to call you. Give them a number, man. Sure, they can always reach me at 713-208-0683. Happy fun right. Sunday. Y'all have a great one, buddy. All right, Glenn, see you. Thank Take you, care. Captain Mickey. All right, man. Well, you know, the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament, that's currently going on. It's been running all summer long. It's going to run all the way through Labor Day weekend, and it's brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and 
Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. You can take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish, they've been released in Texas inshore waters. And you can fish for those for great prizes with other species like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And you can offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Just go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Texas Star Tournament is brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hoff Power Polaris, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers, just to name a few. Again, go to startournament.org or call 713-626-4222 and get signed up today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. And welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. All right, it's 419 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Freeport now. Let's check in with old Captain Jeff Naylor this morning. Old Nalem Naylor. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> What's up, Captain McGee? How you doing this morning? Oh, man, I'm here. It's uh, I you. been a little tough on you offshore boys the last few few days, huh? Oh man, you just can't win, you know, in this business right now. It's just how it is. Uh, you know, and I'm this weekend. As a matter of fact, it looked blown. I mean, completely blown out Thursday. I called everybody and I said, "Look, you know, just, yeah. just scratch it." 
you know, personally, my body's about done. You know, I, I took about all the beating I can this summer. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind a little, a little spanking, but a beating I'm over with. You know, and uh, so coming into yesterday and Friday, and uh, the customer from Sunday calls me up and says, "Man, I mean, it, it's looking a little better. Can we really make it?" And, you know, Yadi went back and forth a little bit. Monty. He's game. He wants to go. I said, yeah, y'all just go. So here I am in Austin. And for the first time in, uh, ever, actually, I'm not at the dock with my customer this morning, which is uh, very odd. But uh, Yeah, for this time of year it is. What are you doing up in Austin? Is. Man, I got my, my brother lives up here and, and nieces and, okay. uh, you know, family stuff. Well, like I figured that. it wasn't hot enough for you in Freeport. You had to go up to the hill country and get a little hotter. It's hot up there, isn't it? <laughs> Buddy, I, I was blown away, Mickey, when I get, got in the car to leave and I got out. I mean, it was like <laughs> 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It took my breath away. It's crazy up here. It's, Holy uh, you know. We complain here on the coast, but we got it better than most. I can tell you that along the coast, you just uh, you don't get, you just don't hit that century mark. Now, I've oh, had a few man. days there on T Bay that's hit ninety seven, you know ninety eight, but yeah, uh, which is really yeah. hot for on the water. You bet. And I've we we've, we've cooked plenty. We we've, we've gotten shaken up, beat up, and cooked all summer. I felt I, I I knew all about the cooking, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't at all. <laughs> but it's all good. We set up here. We got to play around with the, with the kiddos, and you know I don't get to do it much. You know, but especially during the summertime when I should be up here. So any chance I get, I try to run up here and give them a give them a hug or two. I did get to watch the Astros last night. It was the first game I got to see in a long time. Wow, they're fun to watch, man. Wow. I mean, we just teed off on those guys yesterday. It was uh That's it two was games, two games in a row, eleven to three, both games. That's incredible. Wow. Yep. We had JP uh, France needs a lot more love than he's getting right now, especially from the media. Well, those guys with Fox that cover the game, you know, they're not up they don't they don't know our team like, you know, our guys at AT and T, but uh boy. He uh He's a real deal. I'm I'm really impressed with what he's done coming up as a rookie, just thrown to the wolves like that. And I think what was last night his eighth uh, quality start in a row or something. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean he pushed through what seven or eight innings. I mean he came right down to the he end. Did. He got his seven in, buddy. And then you know yeah. that's that's how you save your bullpen. Get that quality start and then hand the ball over to them in the eighth and ninth and get it over with. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was. I I thought he was doing great. Honestly, yeah. uh, he really is. But yeah, I mean, shoot, here we are coming down to the postseason. I mean, I you know this this fight to the Rangers, ooh, it's gonna be a tight one. And, yeah, it's, uh, uh, they're they're just not letting up. They got the foot on the gas. <laughs> they got a good ball club too. I mean, that's uh, sure got to give credit where credit's due. That's right. That's right. You know that there was a lot to change after the. Uh, but they the spent a lot break. of money to get what they've got. They they really they went out and went after it. And that, yep. This day and age, that's what you have to do, and just hope. You know, that sure is. Come together. Glad to see a couple of Texas teams in it, though. You know, and sure, and stick with it. So, no place but, like uh, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, besides the heat, you know, our baseball clubs are awesome. So, I mean, it's uh, it's all good. A little trade-off here and there. 
We got uh, Monty, like I said, he's out fishing. And, you know, he fished uh, last last weekend. I struggled. It was tough. I mean, things are moving in and out. It's just real tough. Uh, I started Amberjack season. I know I just saw a post, a good friend of mine, Josh Stone, which is a really good captain down there for Cowboy Charters. And uh, he posted that. He said, man, these sharks are just getting unbelievable. And he's right. I mean, you know, amberjacks and all this kind of stuff, it, they're tough to find right now. They're kind of moving around. And it seems like every time I find them, the sharks eat them halfway up. And you just, it's it just, you want to almost throw in the towel and say, I, you know, I give up. But, uh, Oh, that's what happened to Jeff Cote over to Venice, you know, a couple of years ago. He just quit snapper fishing. He said every drop, you'd be reeling a good snapper up and you'd never get at the boat. You just bring the head in every time the sharks were just so bad. He just gave it up. Yeah. So I got, and, and I'm going to remind, I, I know I've talked about this before. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, a Marlin guy, he taught, he told me the best way to get the sharks off of you, if, especially if they're piled up underneath the boat, you, uh, you, you make a line well, you know what? I tell you what. I'm probably not going to say this. <laughs> I think I've heard this one before. You and Monty talking yeah. about it. Yeah, essentially a line with with <laughs> a hook on each end and, and a bottle in the middle. And uh, you know, when it when it come, when you hook one, you know, take off, and the others will chase that bottle wherever it goes. You know. Um, not sure if you can do that or not, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna back off that one a little bit. But uh, anyways, hopefully these sharks get uh, moving around a little bit more. The shrimp boats are here; they should be off eating and doing some other things, you know. But they're not. The shrimp boats, uh, uh, you know, I've been hitting in the last. Unfortunately, like I said, they they started out real deep and they came in shore, and uh, you know, blackfin tuna stuff was was really hot in the beginning, and now it's just kind of died off. I see a few getting pulled in here and there. And really, the the shrimp boats are back offshore again. Just don't know, you know, they're in different areas. So I haven't been able to find them yet. But, uh, you know, here real soon, they're going to be out on one of those, at one or all of the shrimp boats out there. So uh, I think the best report I've heard so far was over towards the Stetson area. There was a couple over there. A friend of mine went over there to get uh, – couple of days ago or last at the end of last week mm. and uh did pretty good so you know hopefully they get going good enough they can kind of chase some of these uh sharks off these rocks and uh and give us a little break man we need it well, see we see know? that in the bay man we don't have a, a inkling of the shrimp boats that we used to you know we were accustomed to having all those years and the sharks don't have those shrimp boats to school on and uh, they're going elsewhere for their food source, and uh, sure. naturally they're you know they're going to be where the fish are, where the bait and the fish, the trout and reds and all that are, and they're just they become uh, a menace. Yeah, absolutely. And you know it is totally legal to keep sharks. You know, and and you know yeah, for that like, matter, what is it one a day or something like that? Yeah, and and they do like in offshore waters they got to be pretty big. Inshore, nine nine miles and in, in inshore they mm-hmm. they can be a lot smaller based on the species and stuff like that. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, I know Sharky and them, they keep they keep plenty of them, you know, and he says that actually the customers love the meat, you know, once they figured out how to cook it right and stuff like that. They got a foul odor. Everybody knows that, you know, but apparently there's ways around it. So, um, yeah, maybe we just need to kind of start throwing a few in the box. I hate them. I can't stand them. I mean, as yeah. soon as the, you know, <laughs> I'd rather not have it on my boat. But, hey, looks like in the future I might uh, reconsider, you know. But we'll see. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, with that being said, though, uh, fall's coming. You know, things change a lot. The the A lot, a lot of these fish are, gonna, are moving around right now, like I said, the amberjack and stuff like that. We'll probably end up finding them somewhere where we can get away from the sharks a little bit. Right. And uh, it's just kind of one of those uh, hard times in between type of situations. But, uh you know, Monty's been doing real good. He uh last Monday and Tuesday, man, he stomped on some on some kingfish. He said it was like an old old school bite, man. Walk across the water, there's so many of them. And uh unfortunately they're not very consistent, you know. It two days in a row, you're just going ninety to nothing. Next day it's like a desert, you know. So uh where these things are going, what they're doing their feeding patterns, it's just all weird and crazy. I don't I I don't know what to call you know, what to say or how to call it, but uh it is happening. So if you're out there dinging around and you got a real good kingfish hole, you might stop at it in the next week or two and just see. Apparently when when you find them they're all bunched up, so give it a shot. Sharky, same way. He's been fishing a lot out of here at Freeport. He he's found them a couple of days too. Done really well. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, got a and decent it, kingfish bite going. Yeah, yeah, and decent ones too. On top of that, uh, you know, there's a couple that uh, man, they're they're kissing that forty-ish, forty and a half. I mean, you're still there's a starfish out there still. You know. If you can uh, take the time to go find him, you might you might get one. I'm still it's only 48, so um, you know it's definitely beatable. Oh yeah, I, I can vouch for that. I saw that happen to one of my guys one year. He thought he had it won. He had a 50. I think it was a 52 and some change, like a 52 three, 52 pound three ounce, and then he got beat uh, Labor Day weekend. Some guy out of Freeport caught one that was 53 something. It's, uh, hey man, <laughs> it just uh, never count your chickens before they hatch. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I mean, historically though, there's you so know, many people yep. fishing for them. So you know, somebody's gonna stumble on one and get a big one. Now that snapper sure. at twenty nine eleven or whatever Ooh. it is, that's gonna be a tough one to beat. But uh, it's possible. I mean, there's a thirty pounder out there. Sure. I said I seen one last week was uh, or the week before one or two was twenty six. I saw twenty six come in. I've seen one twenty five. These are the, these are bigger than I've seen in the last three years. Yeah. And so I mean it is possible. I mean that twenty six pounder just got to eat a few more pieces of bait. Be about a one year older. And uh, yeah, look at there, that there uh, uh, faux pas tournament last weekend that Jeff Coat fished in. The five fish uh, snapper stringer was. 110 point something pounds. Holy. Five fish. That's strong, brother. And that's in Venice? Yeah, that was uh, out of Venice. 
Wow, and all I hear about is my friends over there struggle with Red Snapper over there. You know, uh, I say my friends, some of the folks that I, yeah. are, that I know. But, uh, you know, they tell me that half the time they don't even fish for them. It's right. Just, uh, it's well, just a lot awesome. of the areas where the snapper or the sharks are so bad, it's not even worth the effort. You just end up feeding the sharks with them. It's pretty crazy. Gotcha. Let me knock this break out, Jeff. I'll be right back, buddy. Hang on a second. All right. You listen to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 433 here in the Bayou City. All right, Mr. Jeff Naylor, we are back, buddy. <laughs> back in action. Back in action. I told you I had a quick break right back. <laughs> it, it sure is, man. You know, uh, I got I to gotta express uh, Casey was uh, – he was up late last night. Uh, he, he called me and told me to, you know, <laughs> remind me he's going to be there in the morning. I said, man, I, I left. I left. I went to Austin, buddy. I was like, I forgot. I told you, he said, well, make sure you tell Mickey I was going to be there tomorrow, okay? He said, all right, I will. Oh, so Casey was going to be here. Captain Casey, he was gonna be here in the flesh, but it just didn't work out. Uh he's uh you know, luckily we're gonna I think he told me we're gonna get him next week, maybe maybe the following week, but not a whole lot. They're gonna start hunting a lot more down down south. They're doing some white wing stuff early on and uh you know, so they're gonna start going and getting prepped for that stuff. Uh everything's looking real good though. Texas Parks and Wildlife came out with that uh count, right? We're looking stronger than last year. Right with the white wing on, and on dove birds, bunch yeah, of on dove birds, yeah, Millions bunches of them. them. Millions. That's what Millions. I'm talking about. <laughs> now, now you just gotta go find the fields with a little bit of uh, corn or something left in it. The rest of them, I mean, I, you know, cruising around up here in Austin, I'm seeing a lot of people uh, are. It seems like they're 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 uh, they're plowing it, you know, and 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 picking up all their all their. Their fields, yeah, I 
feel like it's kind of early. I mean, would they be doing that because it's dry, real dry right now? Or uh, man, don't get me to line. I don't. <laughs> I mean, these fields up here are like dust and and you know crumbles. Uh, so I guess you know what you I just mean. Get on a lawnmower and go out and uh, mow the the only thing growing in your yards right now are weeds. Go out and mow that and see how dusty and nasty it is. It's not even <laughs> worth the effort. Good lord! Oh, hey, I was looking funny. at the starboard, the updated. Yeah. You know, there's a 80 pound, 10 ounce ling leading now. Wow! Yes, yeah, so 70, 74 was leading it. But uh, this was way into Matagorda Harbor, uh, Savannah yep. Stewart of Van Vleck, Texas. 80 pounds, 10 ounces for Cobia. Yep. That's a Man, nice I'll tell you, That's a good one. And I'll tell you the story behind that. Good friend of mine, John Thomas, fishing the uh, Mermaid Tournament a couple weekends ago. He stopped. I talked to him offshore of Sargent's probably – one o'clock in the afternoon, they got to weigh in by like four, four thirty. I mean, it's just a few right. hours left, you know. And I stopped and asked him, you know, how many you got or what all you got. And he said, well, I got a kingfish, and it's a kingfish, dolphin, and ling. And I said, well, you are you, you need the dolphin and ling upgrade? He said, no, I just need one. I can't find one. Whew! I said, well, you know, luckily there was a few shrimp boats, you know, not that far away. And I said, mm-hmm. well, you know. Go try to hit one of those, and he he got back to the harbor and sent me that picture. I said, "Wow, what in the world?" In the last few minutes, he went out, chunked a a, a bait rig, just tossing into a to a shrimp boat, caught a little bitty dink mahi, and the very next shrimp boat, that one there came up, ate it. He said he 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 said she came up and ate it once, fought it, spit the hook. Messed around. She came back a second time, ate it, and he got to fight it again. Ends up spitting the hook again, and they were just about to fall apart. You know, they just knew it was over. She wasn't coming back. And they chummed a little and stayed a little longer, and sure enough, she came back for the third time, and uh, they finally got her. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Third time's a charm. (laughs) Third time's a charm, baby. That's a... That's a lesson learned. Never give up, man. I mean, you know, those big girls, they're out there hungry. And it seems like they're just super leisure, too. You know, the real big one, they just kind of float around. Mm -hmm. Just get them. Well, Dorado's been updated, too. That 32, there was two uh, 32-pounders, that 32-14 and 32-2 that were up there. But now uh, 45-13. Yep. That was weighed in at the Fisherman's Wharf. Dan Godwin of uh, Bridgeport, Texas. That's some good that's ones. A, that's a good one, 45-13. That is a very good Dorado. Absolutely. That one's going to be tough to beat. That that That's a big fish in the year, but especially now. And, uh, you know, for that matter, that, that, that ling is going to be tough to, tough to beat, too. Although I've seen, you know, historically speaking, I – I've probably seen more big lean caught this year than any other year I can remember. Right. Um, you know, Sharky's caught several, a couple, at least a couple over 50, you know, and, and lots of big ones. Yeah, on so, the board, you've got, well, in fifth place is a 56-5. Everything else is 63, 66, 74, and now 80. 
That's strong. Yeah, that, that is strong. very strong. That is good and strong. I mean, hopefully that's a good sign that we got some big females left and we're hopefully going to make some, some good babies next year. Sure. But we'll see. I know they're, they're you know, that the talk about regulating those is, has been a hot topic for the last couple of years. That and Mahi, I, I know they had kicked around a little bit about putting a season on Mahi. Yeah, they still have, they have one in Florida, but uh, they were kicking around about, about doing a season and a size limit, bag limit on uh, Mahi in Texas. I'm not real sure where that's played out. I haven't heard much about it lately. I hadn't either. I know that they were talking about, you know, they raised the, the length of the fish of the ling a year or two ago and i heard that they were going to actually reduce it down to one per boat like i said i thought it was going to happen this year but it may end up happening next year not real sure and speaking of uh you know uh, seasons and all that um a good friend of mine asked me the other day about snapper season whether snapper season was still open for recreational fishing and so texas parks and wildlife and i and i encourage everybody to research it you know if you go to the website it's it's you know that should be the bible right um early on they they did an announcement that said that uh red snapper season for recreational started in july 1st on july 1st and ended excuse me june 1st and ended july 31st i saw it i remember it now you go on to the website now and it says it's still open i researched it like crazy when I got asked that question yesterday and I had, I could not find anything that told me anything different. So, um, you know, you might double check, I'll double check and I'll text tell you, you anything different than what, that it is closed or not closed, that it is not closed. Like on, on the website, it says red snapper. It just says open. It doesn't give you an end date. It just says open on text parks and wildlife, which right. They're going to be the ones that regulate the, the season for Texas for recreational fishermen. Uh, for hire is over on the 24th. I mean, that's set in stone. There's no, right. uh, it, yeah, that won't change. But uh, but for recreational, as far as I understand, and look, and please don't take me as the Bible, look it up. But I couldn't find anything that said different. So hopefully we got another couple weeks. And uh looks like the weather might get a little bit better coming up this week. So, um, Well, I'm hoping. You know, I mean, anything's an improvement. Sure. Anything. Absolutely. Yeah, I was we looking need at the National of... Weather Service, you know, ahead, and the shows later in the week, seas dropping to three feet or less. Yeah. Yep. It's starting to hopefully straighten up for us a little bit, at least for another week or two. That's all we really need. We're – you know, we're kind of slowing down quite a bit, which is very odd. You know, I feel like September and October still are pretty heavy months for us, um, especially September. We stay booked up. Now, I will say, you know, during the during the year, you know, we have cancellations, and they keep rolling over and rolling over. September sure. seems to be the open month, so they just kind of get pushed off, off to September, and we haven't had very many cancellations at all. Or excuse me, rebooks. Anyways, we've we've had a few cancellations, but uh, I think maybe that's the reasoning behind September not being as full as it is for us. But uh, we definitely have some dates open, which is a little bit different than the past. So I don't know. Hopefully, the economy is not going to end up catching up with us here. 
Uh, well, it's but, it's a combination of that and back to school stuff, and you know this time of year. I mean, we've seen it in the past, but I think it's worse this year, from what I'm hearing yeah. from everybody I know. How are you guys doing as far as uh, bookings and stuff? You, I I hadn't had a fishing call in over a month. Really? Yeah. Wow, wow. It's hotter than Hades out there anyway. <laughs> you wanna, if you want to ruin your business, promote catch and release. Everybody <laughs> 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 wants to catch and kill. I don't, hey, yeah. man, I've had a long run at this. It, it don't matter to me anymore. I mean, sure. I think this is October. It'll be 44 years. And I've been running fishing trips. So. You're a legend, good. man. I've had No enough. question about it. Man, I, I, you know what? Thanks for giving us all the information and and hanging in there and being a big part of this fishing uh, scene for so long, Mickey. It, uh, it's Hell, it's my, you know, it's our life. That's what we do, and that's sure. that's all we know anymore. And it just, well, I tell you uh, what. I mean, as you well know, it's easy to give up in this business, man. It'll beat you to death. It'll it'll try you on every angle, mentally, physically. Oh, <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, financially. financially. Yeah, you just. I would have said that one first, financially first, and then yeah. uh, mentally, and then physically. That's right, man. You got to be energy a tough we expend to chase Good. fish around and uh, trying to figure them out. Maybe that's why that's I've been right. married so long. I'm I'm patient with things like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to be, man, because it's <laughs> tough, and just you know, for me, folks like you really kind of push me through the hard times, and uh, you know, don't give up today. We'll do, you know, if it stays like this for the next two. We're years, all in give this up, together. I mean, everybody just needs to just hey, get along. That's right. Hell with all the animosity and all that. Hey, it's. Everybody's different. Everybody fishes different, and it just hey, that's the way it is. That's what makes the world go round. Just do it. Shut sure. up and fish. I love that t-shirt. Right. Shut up and fish, man. <laughs> no finger well, pointing. We got, that's right. We got uh, you know just to add to it, we got uh, the um, Southern Outdoor Dreams Banquet that's coming up in September night. It's over at the Dow Academic Center and and Clute or Lake Jackson, I believe it is. And um, we're going to – they throw a heck of a, a shindig off, and, and uh, we're going to raise a bunch of money so we can go and take some really, really needy kids and some really awesome veterans stuff like that fishing next year, fishing and hunting. So if you're available on September 9th, come over and check check out the uh, Southern Outdoor Banquet. It's at the Dow Academic Center, which is the uh, – it's at the Brazosport uh, College – Community yeah. College, okay, uh, right there in Lake Jackson, and uh, it's one of the first buildings right in front of the college. It's, it's called the Dow Academic Center, and uh, they yeah remind they me to all, keep hitting on that every week when we talk. You know, leading sure. up to it. Sure, Southern Scott, Outdoor Dreams. Southern Outdoor Dreams get to take a bunch of real, real awesome kids and some awesome veterans out fishing every year. They do such a good job. I mean, they. They really do. They got some volunteers that are just, I mean, got hearts as big as as big as the sun. I mean, they're just crazy. And uh, you know, it's a really neat neat uh, deal too. They they always have a lot of uh, really good gun sponsors and stuff like that. They got some awesome auction items, right? Uh, you know, 
they they give away awards to the kids uh, that went the year before. Mm-hmm. It's just a neat deal. You go out there and check them out. A lot of a lot of community leaders and stuff like that that are really awesome to be around. So, well, no matter what anybody says, we still got a lot of good folk out there with big hearts and do a lot of things. You know, for charity you and the community and everything else. That's uh, that's how we tick, and here in Texas especially. You bet. Absolutely. Good group of people in this state. Proud oh, to be part of it. You're right about that. There's uh, uh, there's nothing more satisfying than taking a kid, but better a kid that really, really needs it and just needs a little break from day-to-day uh, out fishing and put him on it. And I'll tell you, we took a kid out last year. Yeah, we took him bull red fishing, and it was really nice, luckily. It was fall season. It cooled down quite a bit. Right. Well, I tell you what, he's in a wheelchair. We put about five or six bean bags up there, and we fluffed him right in the middle of hoof, and in the back of that boat, man, he just slammed fish one after another. He wanted everybody real with him, and it was it was a it was an amazing time. We got done pulling a bunch of bull reds, and he said, "I just want to go look at, <laughs> I just want to go look at uh, dolphins." Yes, sir. All right, Captain. So, boy, off we went, you know, and right. I bet you that. I bet you that kid didn't wipe that smile off his face for a month. I mean, it was uh, it was incredible. That's what you do it for, right there, buddy. I did absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, you know. And then speaking of that, you know, I guess we got the uh, bull red season already getting into the fall, so we got yeah, that we're, coming up. We're approaching that. That's uh, right around the corner, and uh, that's man, y'all do a lot of that out of Freeport. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we don't quite do. You know, there, there's, there's several of the the boats that um, that do it year round. You know, they, you can always find them. They may be mm-hmm. a little further out or something like that, or closer to the beach, something like that. It doesn't quite get as good as it does like in November. Oh you know, yeah, first few cold it's a fronts, stack you know, up of those things. I know yeah. Cowboy used to hit them hard in November like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I get. I mean, that's some of the best fishing you can get. I mean, they didn't get much. I mean, when you can go and catch 50 bull reds in a matter of two or three hours, I mean, yeah. yeah. You got some more out customers, I guarantee you that, you know. And uh, it's 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 a neat a neat deal, you know, just having that many, you know, up and around you, too, is, is kind of cool. So, but, uh, and we, we, we're set up for blue water fishing. We don't do a whole lot of that, but, uh, you know, when the bite's good, you'd be crazy not to try. Right. Yeah. You know? We give her a shot from time to time. You know, sharking them, they do that 24-7 on the, well, excuse me, every day over there at, in Galveston off those jetties, you know, they do really well. That's how you we stay on them. They stay with them. Yeah, they sure do. I saw he actually ended up getting uh, another boat. Uh, I think Cajun Chris got another boat this right. last week. So they're adding to the fleet. Man, that guy, he's constantly growing and doing, and, man, He's hard to keep up with. Be really well, it honest. takes a little money and a little ambition. <laughs> or lots of money and a little ambition. <laughs> yeah. He's got it. Yeah. He's young and he's full of it. He's Oh he's, yeah. Got that energy. He sure does. He's got a great group of guys and, and folks around him too, man. His mom and all them, they just they they yeah, just click. Right. It's good to have you a good team well, on your side. It's you good know? to have that support. It really is. It sure is. 
and they're yeah. doing real good. They, uh, you know, I, I was watching. Uh, you mentioned bean bags earlier. Uh, I was watching Texas Insider fishing report the other day. I was scrolling through and popped it, and and uh, boy, they've got some fancy bean bag chairs now with backs on them, and just uh, boy, really nice. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All all depends on how much you want to pay, you know. Well, yeah, I'm I'm sure those are not cheap. I didn't <laughs> I didn't uh, look them up on the web and price them or anything, but uh, just a different product. Yeah, they're neat, and they actually, you know, and there's they they came out with the chair that's it's a blow up, uh, like a rubber one, and uh, it you know I hear good good things about it too. Um, I would, well, the I've thing never, about that, you can let the air out of it and stow it away when you're fishing, right? And then it, right air it up for the right end. Have you a deckhand that's full of hot air to blow it up for you. <laughs> 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 or plug the old tire pump into the cigarette lighter in the boat and fire it up, man. Air it up. Fire it up. In. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much stuff coming out, technology and, and, and cool stuff like that. It's, it's really neat. I mean, those bean bags, let me tell you, I mean, uh, you know, if you own an offshore boat and you don't have the bean bags, you are missing something. Cause that's like uh, God's gift of offshore fishing. Not for me as a captain. Of course I can't use one, but I mean, no. uh, the customers, I tell put you. Put everybody in the back and nice. let them chill out. They can, they, they're so comfortable, they can take a nap in them on the way out, man. That's right. That's right. Yeah, save that All your back. hungover customers, the ones that uh, don't get out much, and then they they party like a rock star all night and want to go out and fish in the uh, four-foot seas all day and dial Earl. <laughs> yeah. Hanging over the side, chilling. Boy. Yeah. Yeesh. Do you see a lot of that? You know, man, I don't see as much as I used to. You know, when when I used to run sport fisher boats and stuff like that, I would, it seems right. like I couldn't remember a time at least one person not getting sick. Nowadays, I'm center consoles. I guess it's just the, the, you know, the open, you know, a lot of air movement, stuff like that. You're not getting trapped behind a diesel. It's, uh, it Boy, seems that'll do not. it, standing in the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sniffing man. diesel fumes and rough seas. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, I've been uh, real close before yeah, in that scenario, yeah. especially in Mexico. It's never calm over there. Every time I want to go fishing, when we used to go to Mexico <laughs> all the time, man, all that, all them deep caverns between, you know, Cancun and Isla Mujeres and all that, man, it gets rough. It's nasty. Yeah, it does. We used to, you know, I, I started on a boat that had uh, 454s in it, you know, old 454s. And I tell you that right. the 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 uh, the transmission would would from time to time it wouldn't want to engage, and I'd have to climb down in the bottom of that sucker oh, and freaking hit it. Oh man, the diesel fumes! You're hot and Hades. Oh God, it was terrible down there, full of fiberglass. You're itchy from top to bottom. You know, I climb out of there. I mean, dizzy, you know, almost every time. It was terrible. I'm so glad I got away from that. It, uh, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, nobody wants to be down in the engine room in six-foot seas. Golly. No, not in that one either, man. It was like uh, there was a, a crawl space would be a, a bigger space than this. This is like a a weasel in space, you know, you had to, have to be a, a, an old ex Vietnam tunnel rat, man, to get through. In there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Luckily, it was full of oil, so it slick you up on the way through. Oh, yeah, you know, get all dirty and nasty. Oh, I've, yeah. I watched some of them shrimp boat guys, you know, over the years. They'd have to go down and change oil or work on something, and, man, they'd come out, and they're just, man, they're just covered in grease, just nasty. Ugh. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad we, uh, I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. That's a blessing. And I look at some of these engine rooms and these modern boats nowadays, and you can eat off the floors of them. They keep those things immaculate. Spotless. Absolutely. That's exactly the way you should. Everything you got should be that way. Sure. uh, You know, you learn. I learn anyways. You know, you you keep everything clean. You never know when you got to get in there. It could be bad. Exactly. All right, Jeff. Well, I we're out of time, buddy. If somebody wants to get with you and uh, get hooked up and do a little blue water fishing with you guys, give them some info how they can get in touch with you. Heck yeah. Give us a call anytime at 979-417-1013 or go to our website, com. Like I said, we got some dates available there in September. And uh, Monty's still running Monday and Tuesday. He tells me in September. He told me he was going to stop in August, but the other day he said, eh. He's not going to do it. He can't keep a dog down. (laughs) That's right, man. Monty Carter. That's it. That's it. (laughs) All right, buddy. Well, Jeff, have a good one up there in Austin, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Be safe, brother. All right, man. Have a good one. Thanks, Jeff. See you, man. All right. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.